The imminent strengthening of the Social Value Act means that social value is likely to be a requirement rather than a consideration. Do you know how your organisation will respond? Hello and welcome to this podcast. I'm Lucinda Wood from PFH and I'll be asking Dr Adam Richards of Social Value UK what is social value and why should anyone care about it? So you said we don't all see social value uh, in the same way. Does this create challenges, do you think? I can see why people might think it does. And I suppose it does for us at SVUK. Sometimes, you know, we we have to remind ourselves we're having conversations with people and organisations talking about social value. And I just think it's always really important that you say, you know, let's start from the same point. You know, do we mean the same thing? Do we have that shared understanding? Are we talking about changing changes to people's lives and are we thinking about them in a broad sense you know we'd be we're strong advocates for making sure we don't just talk about the good stuff yeah you know we're creating positive changes in people's lives absolutely but are we also thinking about some of those potential negatives those unintended changes so i think there's a difference in a starting point in a conversation but what we are seeing nationally and internationally is a is a real growing consensus there's a real convergence around what social value means and how to measure it and, and what to do with the results as well. You know, we'll go into the, that, I'm sure, around, you know, measuring is simply not enough. Yeah. I think the day we say all we're doing is measuring social value is the day we're saying we're doing as well as we can possibly do. And I don't think any of us are perfect. If there's always room for improvement, we should always be looking for, for new opportunities to create more impact. So, yeah, you know, some challenges around making sure we're on the same page we're talking about the same thing and i think what what we have to drill it down to is a question before you go into what is social value and how do we measure it which is the real sort of nuts and bolts about how to do it Mm -hmm. there's a question before that that goes why (laughs) why are we interested in social value you know from my perspective when i'm I'm delivering training i'm always saying to people who are attending going well who is your audience Who are your audience and what's the purpose of doing a a social impact assessment? And thinking about that is really, really important because understanding why you're doing it will help you do it. Yeah. You know, all of those detailed questions people often ask about, how do I measure this? What indicator do I use? Real detailed stuff is actually a question that probably is best answered by saying, well, who are you trying to influence with this information? So your audience and purpose are absolutely key because they set the tone for how much precision, how much rigour yeah. you need when doing a social impact assessment. And what I mean by that is, you know, it's, it's often seen as incredibly complex, incredibly challenging, and it just does not have to be. It has to be fit for purpose. So I've worked with lots of organisations who just want to use this information to make a small-scale change in their organisation. So the level of accuracy, the level of precision, you know, the sample size they use can be pretty low Mm -hmm. but it's good enough it provides information that's good enough it's fit for purpose it supports the decision that's going to be made you know I I love a cheesy phrase because it sticks in the mind you know we talk about having enough precision for the decision oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you've heard me say that before yeah (laughs) so if your decision (coughs) excuse me if your decision is to try and influence government policy then you need to be very very precise but if you're saying well we have this activity or this project should we make this small change or this small change or another one? With the level of information, the level of evidence you need to support that decision is proportionate. Yeah. 
it's just the same as in financial decision making. We have imperfect information always, and we make a decision based on that, or we don't accept the risk and we say, no, we need better information. So before going into doing financial accounting, there is that question about why are we doing this? And it's really important to say that it's going to serve multiple purposes, multiple audiences. We have these base accounts, this stock of information that's then divided up, you know, some of the information is summarised and that goes to external stakeholders, you know, be they investors or funders, whoever it may be. A bit more detail is provided to perhaps, you know, boards, boards of directors, boards of trustees, but still quite summarised, still quite aggregated. So there's a different audience with a different purpose. They're not saying invest or not. What they're saying at board level is, well, do we do this project or this project, which will create us the greatest return. When you go down to sort of managerial and staff levels, again, the information needs to be fit for purpose. So it doesn't need to be as rigorous, but it needs to be more detailed. So we can serve multiple purposes, providing different audiences with information that's good enough to support their decision-making from a set of base accounts. So I suppose this comes back to a really important point for us that social value is not just about measuring it's fundamentally about managing. Yeah. And managing in its simplest form means doing more of the good stuff and less of the bad. Yeah. So forever I start from that point when, when I'm speaking to people and they say, how do I do this? Well, we say, well, why do you want to do this? If you want to go externally, probably slightly different levels of precision than if you're wanting to think about this internally. But saying all of that, there is a consistency There's a convergence, as I've said, and it's around principles. So we've got seven principles. Have a look at the website. They're there. But then we also have what we call impact questions. And it's ten questions. Mm -hmm. And they are quite, I'd say, simple. I don't want to sort of downplay them, but they are straightforward questions. Things such as, who are the people who are affected? How are they affected? How much change do they experience? So within each of those questions... The sort of belies some of the sort of detail within it, if you like. And again, it's, the, you know, having enough precision for the decision within each of those questions, enough rigour, enough precision. To, when you give the information to the decision makers, they say, that's good enough, I can use this to inform my decision making. Okay. But it's never going to be perfect. It's just got to be good enough. Okay.